Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Exit Strategies Radio Show. I am your host, Corwin J. Millett, broker and owner of Exit Realty Low Country Group in beautiful North Charleston, South Carolina. If this is your first time listening to this show, you, sir or ma'am, are in for a treat because our mission here is very simple. That is to empower our community through financial literacy and real estate education. We're legacy building. That is what we do. So if you're out there making things happen with your family, for the generations yet to come, you know, our word teaches us to leave a legacy, to leave an inheritance for our children, our children, children, and so forth and so on. We want you to put a hashtag on that thing that says that you are legacy building because that is what you are doing. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Anchor FM. You can also find us on Instagram at our website, ExitStrategiesRadioShow.com. You can catch us in a number of different places on your favorite podcast applications. We appreciate you listening. Please share this content with your friends, your family, your coworkers, even those in your groups, your church groups, etc. Guys, because sometimes the message and the word that we are speaking here today is for you. Sometimes it is for someone else that you know. Again, we appreciate you listening. Let's get started. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Welcome to another fabulous episode, guys, of Exit Strategies Radio Show. Hey, I am your host. Yep, that is me. Corwin J. Millett, broken owner of Exit Realty Low Country Group in beautiful North Charleston, South Carolina. Guys, look, if this is your first time listening to this show, as we always tell you, you are in for a treat. It's something that you should all know by now, because guys, our mission here is very simple. That is to empower our community, guys, through financial literacy, real estate education, guys. We are legacy building. That is what we So we have for you, as always, a fabulous guest. That is something that we do, I think, very well over here, guys. A fabulous guest. Yes, we have someone who is near and dear to, to our hearts. We have someone who cares about others. We have someone, y'all, that will get on a four-wheeler and ride through the woods just to chase Bambi down. And that is none other than Shemetrius Mimi, as we know her, Eubanks, your country realtor. Mimi, how are you doing today? I am fine. Hey, y'all, as we like to say in the country. So um, thanks for inviting me on the show today, Cole. How are you? I am incredible. Now, Mimi, coming into this show this episode today we kind of talked a little bit about you know want to make sure people that we want to make sure we address but i want you to tell people about you real quick so if you could let our listeners know who you are and what it is that you do all right so as he said my name is shamitris eubanks but everybody knows me as mimi a lot of people probably be like shamitris who but just know that everybody know me as Mimi, and I'm also deemed and has, is recognized because I am the country realtor. Like Cohen said, I'm one of those realtors that uh, you know, get out on my four wheeler, take you out to your land. So primarily, I specialize in land with acreage, houses with acreage, and I love real estate. So that's part of what I do. Of course, I'm a real estate agent, but you know, my niche is the simple fact that I love the outdoors. So I want to see people have as much as the own as much as the outdoor as possible. Oh, I love that. I love that. So Mimi, so, you know, obviously we are in an interesting time in the real estate market. So I'm going to share this here. 
I will probably at some point in time, quote unquote, you know, share it a little bit more. But I'm going to say this, and you probably have not heard me talk about this yet, but for the last number of years, you know, listeners, we have been in Oz. People liking real estate, the real estate market, you know, to a lot of different things. But for lack of a better way to put it, it's been a la-la land, the land of Oz for quite some time. In the land of Oz, you know, granted, it wasn't necessarily fun for the buyers, but for sellers, it was streets paved in gold, yellow brick roads, you know, leading up to this massive castle with this huge party and all this stuff going on. But we're now at this place now, I believe, in the real estate market where Dorothy is beginning to click her heels. And when we left Kansas before, it was crazy, you know, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. There were monkeys flying and all kind of stuff in the tornado, if you remember that. Mm -hmm. So that's what it was during the recession. It was monkeys flying and all kind of stuff. So my question for you, and and I love for you to provide your insight, because you're out here day in and day out with buyers, as well as you're out here day in and day out with sellers. Mm -hmm. Let's start with what sellers need to know in this current climate. What, What is your opinion about what sellers need to know? Okay, one thing I would say that definitely sellers need to know is what real estate and selling your home. Number one, like how people like to say it's not one shoe that fit every feet. That's true. And it applies to real estate also. So if you're a seller, don't assume, you know, whatever you saw your neighbor house or whatever your neighbor did, that that will work for your house, too. As a seller, it's important to make sure your house is in good condition. And if Everybody can deem good condition as something different. So that's why it's good to have a good real estate agent to be your backbone (laughs) to let you know what's good and good as in curb appeal, the cleanness of the house, what we can do to make sure we're bringing people in, you know, declutter, make sure that basically when you walk into a house, it's the same thing as when you walk into a restaurant, you want something neat, clean, something that you feel comfortable eating your food in. You want people to feel invited and you want a nice look so that when they walk through your house or they, you know, see your master bedroom, they can see their self sitting there. So that's one thing I would, you know, tell a seller. And also, if you have a trusted real estate agent like me, just know we always care about our clients and have their best interests at hand. So with that being said, we'll never lead you the wrong way. When we, you know, some of the things we may ask for or recommend, we're really recommending it because we know what this market is shifting to and what it's been for the last couple months versus now. So, you know, just good curb appeal, the condition of your home and an excellent real estate agent. <laughs> so look here, we're going to take that thing beyond real estate agent. We're going to say realtor because not every every real estate agent is a realtor. Not every agent mm-hmm. subscribes to, you know, quote unquote, that higher level. So we appreciate you doing what you're doing. So I'm share this with you. I was having a conversation this morning with my neighbor. Shout out to Phil. Phil is a, a real estate photographer. Actually works for a company that I use in the promotion of, of my listings. And we were having this conversation and he actually had to go out and reshoot two houses in mm-hmm. our neighborhood. And the conversation kind of went reshooting the house, not because he did anything wrong, but because instead they they shot, they did daylight pictures and they used those. The house didn't sell in a week and the seller's starting to panic. And in turn, now they want to reshoot and do twilight pictures, which are evening pictures, guys, that Mm kind of show the effect, the 
and how the house looks, quote unquote, at night versus, you know, just the daytime pictures. And he and I both kind of chuckled because the reality is, is that, again, as we look at Oz, Yellow Brick Roads, we have gotten to a place in the real estate market where the seller seems to think their house is going to sell in a matter of moments versus the reality that it takes time and they think they're going to get whatever they want for it, which is not true. And, and sometimes, you know, they're guided by an agent. Sometimes they are just merely pulling a grafting, as you may mention, what the neighbor sold for. They're thinking they can get the same thing, even though their house is not at the same caliber their neighbors was. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever reason, whatever thing, particular thing happened. And now the sellers are having to, to revisit it, you know, during this time. And it was very interesting. Again, it was a, it's a week and the property hasn't sold. And you and I have had this conversation, you know, this kind of mm-hmm. a sense of panic that begins to, to sink in because you think, well, because it didn't sell in, the, in a matter of moments. But that's not really what real estate is. Real estate is meant to be more like Kansas and less like Oz. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? That makes totally so, sense. Are you experiencing that? Are you seeing sellers just randomly, haphazardly? You know, obviously the name of the game always is whatever, you know, get the most that somebody's willing to pay. But mm-hmm. are you seeing unrealistic expectations and unrealistic asks from sellers in this market for a buyer to purchase a home? Yes, I do see unrealistic. And, you know, like you said, real estate is one of the things you got to take day by day. I'm learning. So with that being said, if you spoke to a seller, let's say 45 days ago, sellers weren't doing much earnest money, updates, anything like that, because they felt like as soon as my house go on the market, within 48 hours, I'm going to have 10 offers. So with that being said, a lot of sellers was kind of unrealistic when it came to pricing, when it came to the condition of their home, because they just felt like, oh, I don't need to do all this stuff because inventory is low. And I know people want a house, which, you know, I can understand because at one point in time we were in a situation like that. But now it's not as bad, but we're not getting as many. I'm not getting as many offers as what I did when I listed a house, let's say 45, 60 days ago. So now with the sellers, it's kind of bringing them back down from that golden paving road to say, hey, I actually have to make sure I'm being realistic in the price. I'm being realistic in the condition of my home and things like that, because now is giving people a little bit more time to make a decision. Even the weekend I saw a condo, for instance, went on the market at that morning. And by the time I called the agent that probably four hours later, they were closing offers. So when you have something like that, sometimes people will see that and be like, oh, well, my house is going to sell in a matter of four hours. Let's just go ahead and cut it off. And sometimes that don't be the case. So for sellers now, really, you know, think, like I say, put yourself in the other side's shoe to say, hey, if I walk in this house or if I was buying a house, would I want to be that buyer working with myself as a seller? Interesting. Interesting. So let's change it up a little bit is you work with, you know, both buyers and sellers, you know, so the seller, you know, obviously in a given climate, you know, we got to, to be blunt, just going to analyze it, look at it holistic to make sure you have a full understanding of what's going on. As we've talked and, you know, I saw a post, I think go past me earlier, maybe within the last few days that 
you know, if your real estate professional is telling you the market is going to crash, then you need to get you another agent. We don't have the same set of circumstances that we had 10 plus years ago when the market, you know, went through quote unquote recession. I'm not saying that things can't happen, don't get me wrong, but the writing on this wall differs significantly than the writing that was on that wall previously. Will there be some type of correction? Yeah. Will there be some type of change otherwise? Yes. But the thing is, we're also hit and we're caught in the middle of inflation, unfortunately, as the cost of money goes up, which is interest rates are rising significantly on purchase money mortgages. It is quite impressive to watch. I mean, we literally have seen an increase of two or so percentage points since the beginning of the year in deals that we've been closing in-house. Um, it is super duper impressive to witness that. So what are you telling buyers in this current climate? What what kind of conversation are you giving to them in, in these moments? So in these moments, of course, you know, a lot of people want to panic, first of all. So, you know, I try to kind of bring the panic level, anxiety levels down a little bit by basically making them feel secure. Like you said, I explain to them because the, they like to compare it to the last market crash. And I explain on the top level the market crashed then versus what's happening now. Back then, people lost their homes and stuff, which was very sad because almost of the situation that balloon rates and all this other stuff going up. So when they sat right there and couldn't afford it, they were receiving homes, basically. They couldn't afford. In our situation, the bank now is more strict. They're making sure you can afford homes. Unfortunately, right now, what we're going through, like you said, from inflation and you know multiple offers and shooting things up, people are seeing now a higher interest rate. So with the interest rates going up, their buying power goes down a little bit. And by buying power, I mean their numbers, the approved, your approval number that you're at. So now you're seeing the market kind of saying, hey, do you know, it's adjusting to the interest rates going up. And let's just be frank, you know, when you buy in the house, you kind of consider everything. Interest rates going up, groceries going up, gas going up. So you got to kind of put all that in the loop together when you're buying a house. So I sit right there and make my clients feel secure and make sure they have the information they need to feel educated in this whole buying process and what's going on right now. Congratulations to Exit Realty Low Country Groups, Realtor of the Week, none other than Robin Collins. You can reach Robin at 843-557-5003 or text Red Robin Home. That is R-E-D-R-O-B-Y-N-H-O-M-E-S to 85377. Again, that is Red Robin Home, R-E-D-R-O-B-Y-N-H-O-M-E-S. MES to 85377. Y'all give Robin a holler now. Guys, we are back. Second segment, Exit Strategies Radio Show. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. We thank you so much for being supportive of our radio show and our podcast. We thank our listeners on both near and far. It is impressive to me as I am out in my good daily comings and goings, how many people share that they listen to the show, many faithfully. I want to give a huge shout out. I've just bumped into him recently, a fairly recently at the post office, Pastor Randy Simmons, Jerusalem Baptist Church up there in the St. George area. Great guy. Love him, love him, love him. True man of God. So we want to say thank you to him and his beautiful wife for tuning in and listening. Um, Again, thank you all so much. Look here for the church family up there. Guys, look here. If y'all picking up 
the station up there, y'all listening to the podcast. First and foremost, thank you. But secondly, y'all have an awesome man of God that serves that house, that leads that house in Jesus' name. So look here, we want to say y'all keep and keep keeping on. You know what I mean? That's what we do. So look, we're going to get right back into the show. Guys, we got none other than me, me. Yeah, me, me. <laughs> you bank with us here. Your country real to me, me again. Thank you so much for being on with us today. So, you know, before the break, we're having this conversation about fires and what you're telling them in this climate. So if you don't mind, I'm kind of, you know, give us a snapshot of that um, again. You know, what are you telling buyers in this time that they need to know in the current climate? So basically, I'm just letting clients know, number one, my first priority is educate, educate, educate. Make sure they have all the information they, they need in order to understand what's going on with the market. You know, partly right now, within the last couple of weeks, we've seen the shift start to happen. And by that shift, I mean, houses are staying on the market a little bit longer. You know, you may not get as many offers as when people believe that, hey, as soon as I put my house on the market, 24 hours, I'm about to have 10 offers. We're seeing that starting to slow down a little bit. But on top of that, we're also seeing that, you know, buying power is dropping a little bit because of the interest rate. So like just to do that little recap that I've been really more than anything, educating and making sure my clients have every question they ask answered in a way that they can understand the process. That is awesome. That's awesome. So let's shift the gear a little bit here. You know, when as we come into the show, we talk, we said we want to talk to everybody. So, you know, we've spoken to the seller, you know, what they need to know and understand. And it's, again, quite impressive. You are a potential seller of real estate. And this time, you know, more than ever, you need advice, you need counsel. You know, so many things have changed. Um, I just, you know, recently was in a meeting and we were talking about a number of different things that are going on. And this is stuff that's going on, you know, quote unquote, behind the scenes that the consumer doesn't even really understand and realize the impact on a real estate transaction and, and the potential, you know, for there to be issues and problems. But I'm going to move this on to the agent side because there's, you know, some real estate agents, some real estate professionals that, you know, listen to us. And, and maybe there's some people that want to be real estate professionals. Maybe they've been thinking for years about getting in. And so I'm going to start with the prospective agent, that agent that believes that, you know, that person that, that wants to, you know, go to real estate school. If you're interested, guys, we have a real estate school. Love to chat with you about that. But me, 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 is this thing easy or what? <laughs> you have like anything you have your good days you have your bad days you have your days where you just don't know <laughs> but more importantly as a new prospective agent if you're looking into the business i love real estate real estate is my heart anybody who wants to be in real estate i always tell them do your research look at you know there's a lot of things that you can get education on for free before becoming a real estate agent i know a lot of people believe we just hop in our cars go show a house and get paid that's how a lot of people see it. Then when we get paid, they believe this check is like this big, like we just won the lottery. But I can promise you, <laughs> do your research. And also anybody who wants to get into it and maybe you're thinking about it, my best advice would be to go get a mentor or shadow an agent for, let's say, a week or maybe a little bit more. I used to say shadow agent for a day, but sometimes your days can be like a little roller coaster. So if you want to get a true perspective, a week or two of shadowing an agent will show you the true life of a real estate agent. So look here, I'm going to add a chime into that. 
Look here, don't y'all be following them old rinky dink ones um, that ain't doing <laughs> nothing. Look here, because you ain't gonna get a true picture of what this thing is. I'm right. jokingly saying for y'all that are watching this on our YouTube channel or on our other, you know, social media, you know, look, this beard right here, all this gray, you know, wasn't here before real estate, guys. So I need you to understand this thing here. Well, look here, I used to have hair. One point in time, I had an afro. Now it's bald. They send eight patches right up in here. Right, look here, right here, where that stress go around here, right in there. They little light spots right there with the hair. So this thing here is, is real. You know, people yeah. often. Well, I don't have, I don't have any gray hair, but um, I used to be all curly and curly. nice. But now running real estate with the heat, it's just kind of like lay flat, look cute, and we got to go. <laughs> So, so for our listeners, guys, look, you know, we say this and not to be discouraging, but to be real about it. You find yourself, I've been through market shifts before and as markets, you know, change, as there's uncertainty that sets in, people that aren't fully committed get out. I witnessed a mass exodus from real estate sales well over 10 years ago um, during a recession where the people that were committed to the industry just double down and went to work. You know, I'm reminded of that um, as I just shared this recently with my top producers group. Um, I'm reminded of the scripture from Nehemiah that, that says for the people mind to work. And those people in our industry that have quote unquote a mind to work, they're going to commit to the work that's necessary and they're going to stay true and firm and they're going to work to get it done. For those that don't know the story, the story is about the rebuilding of the walls of, of Jericho, about rebuilding or Jerusalem, I'm sorry, but rebuilding um, what was burned, you know, what was dilapidated, what what was desolate, and in turn, how Nehemiah found found favor, and in turn, led a people who rebuilt the wall, who rebuilt the city, and that is at times what happens in the real estate industry as it kind of tumbles and ebbs, flows, or what have you. On on occasion, things somewhat decay and crumble. In those times, the word requires us, quote unquote, to put in work. And you'd be surprised at how many during those times do not have the mind to work and in turn make an exodus from the industry versus making a commitment to work harder in order to make sure that, you know, people are served. So, you know, please make sure that you're working with, you know, consumers, make sure you're working with an agent that's committed to it. That not every agent is full time. And if they're not full time, then are they really committed to the business, to the industry? That's a question to ask yourself. You know, if your doctor was a doctor part time, would you trust them to perform surgery? Would you trust them to be in the midst of your finances or, or what have you? And not saying there's anything wrong with that, guys, but, you know, we do have to hold the accountability there to say that we have to understand, let me put it that way, what we're getting. And that's up to the consumer. Not saying every agent has to be a full-time agent, but if they're committed to the industry, then then they will be. That is a firm belief that I've always had. I've been a full-time agent in this industry for a very long time now, since 2006. I quit my job <laughs> before the recession. So Mimi, we talked about prospective agents. Let's talk about them experienced agents. What do you have to say to them in these times? In these times, I just have to say, just like you spoke about a second ago, if you're full-time and you're passionate about your clients and not just passionate about the paycheck, things will fall together. I've learned in the last you know, six, seven months that either if real estate ain't your heart and you're just all about, about the paycheck and not about actually helping people, then 
you can tell. Just like how they say, you can tell people who are supposed to be a teacher, who's supposed to be a nurse. You can tell a person who was supposed to be a realtor. It's day and night in the difference versus somebody who worked for a paycheck versus somebody who's there. My advice to any realtor out there now is people know who care and that's who they want to work with. When you get clients that, you know, hey, may have like a low approval number or something like that, go ahead outside the box. Don't just stop and be like, well, you know what? I can't help you with this because I know for me, you know, we know uh, what our average cost of house is, but that don't stop me from helping a mom or dad or whoever find a house for their kids. Maybe we can't go the traditional way. Maybe we have to go USDA. Maybe we have to go find them some land and build something. It's different avenues. I guess my advice is just to say, don't have tunnel vision when it comes to all your clients, because not all shoes fit one feet for every client. It won't work that way. And it's disheartening to hear people come to you a, because they have an agent and not being educated, don't know the process, never met their agent or, you know, whatever the case may be. Or, you know, they just feel like, oh, well, you know, I work 10 years on this job to get myself straight, get my credit right, save money. And then when I went to age, they just turn around and be like, no, I can't help you. I know my clients know that if something happened or if they're not in a home of their choosing, it was just because it was just something that the Lord just said, not right now, not denial, but delay. But you got to do all you can do to help your clients because if you don't, they know that, they feel that. And that's when they go to another agent or they keep looking for that person who can help them. That's huge. That is huge. So Mimi, thank you so much for being on air with us today. For our listeners, guys, Mimi, please share your contact information. Where can they find the country realtor? <laughs> so you can find the, con the country realtor, of course, at Exit Low Country Group right here on Ashley Fawcett. But more importantly, you can also find me riding around the countryside and around the city in my big F-150 with my big face on the back and my number. But <laughs> if you guys need to get in touch with me in a hurry, I'm always available. I'm not a regular nine to five agent. I'm always available when you need me. Call, text. Facebook. My name is Shamitra Eubanks, but of course, everybody call me Mimi, your country realtor. My number is 843-730-3327. And my email address is cubanks at exitlowcountry.com. Awesome. That's awesome. So for our listeners, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, it has been another fabulous show and we will not let the interference of technology and we'll lose, use that term loosely, interfere with the delivery of this word to you on today. As we always say, and you know how I feel, but I'm going to say it anyhow. That is, I love you. I love you. I love you. And we're going to see you guys out there in the streets. Guys, that was a great show today. And we thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Exit Strategies Radio Show. My name is Corwin J. Millett. Yes, that is me. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in for today's episode. Exit Strategies is my baby. It is how I give back to our community. It is how I foster goodwill, spread good news, and trustfully help you get great results. Guys, as I always say to you, as I always say to you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And we're going to see you guys out there in the streets.